with everybody dropping like flies, um, you know, I was, I was left with, well, Lord, what do I bring? What do I bring? And I suppose in many ways, I felt God say, well, you, you shouldn't be bringing it all. Everybody should be coming with something. Okay? So I'm, I'm asking you, what did you bring this morning to contribute to the service? What did you bring? It's a question, isn't it? It's a question. In the Bible, in 1 Corinthians, it says we are a body. We all need each other. We all need to be part of something. Now, I've got some of my Christmas presents here. You're going to be, you're going to be really impressed. Look at this, look at this, eh? What you can do with CDs nowadays. Huh? So there you go. If I put, oh, I put it on the floor, you'll have to stand up. But See, look. Look, look at that. What? It's got two gears. So if I put it on this end, Chris, are you ready? Oh. All right. Sebi's been at it, don't worry. Well, probably you could explain, Paul, what you did. For those on the tape, I'm really sorry. <laughs> but I'm really busy. Um, yep, so here we go. Are you ready, Chris? Because I won't catch it. Well, I might do. I might do. So there's one. But all these things are made up of what? What are they made up of? Different, different parts. So if I take this off, nothing happens. Why? Because there's a part missing. There's a part missing, probably is missing as well. No, here it is. So if I put this part, it's a battery I'm putting in for those who can't see. All right. <laughs> I'm putting a battery in. Right, I put it on the floor. The engine's running. But nothing's happening. It's not moving. Turn it off. This is not mine, by the way. I've got a bigger one. <laughs> So if I put a track on, start it again, yeah, not bad, is it? Huh? Now you can imagine my front room when three of the grandchildren got these. It was mayhem and I was crying because I hadn't got one. But what I want to say to you is these are all made up of component parts. And for it to work properly, yeah I'll do it on the floor again for it to work properly they all have to be put together and made oh dear and the bible has a lot to say about a church being a body 
1 Corinthians 12. We'll, we'll read it, shall we? If you turn your Bible, sorry, I'm, I haven't got anything on the overhead, so you, if you haven't brought your Bible, you're going to be missing. The body is a unit. Though it is made up of many parts, and though all parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. If we were all baptised by one spirit into one body, whether Jews, Greeks, slave or free, and we're all being given the one spirit to drink. So it doesn't matter where you've come from, or where you are, we were all given, we were all given the same thing in Christ. There's no, I haven't been given any more than you, you haven't been given any more than me, Rod hasn't been given any more than Heather, Chris hasn't been given any more than Andrew. We're all on a level playing field. But God has given us the spirit. And we're all of the same body. So we're all equal. So just because I stand here, I haven't been blessed any more than you. In fact, sometimes I want to be sitting there and I want somebody else to be here. Because this is not my natural place to be. I would much rather be on a one-to-one, sitting around, having a meal. Okay, that's where I would normally be. But this is where I feel God has asked me to be. So therefore, I stand in that position. All right? And I'm sorry for you. You have to listen to me. All right? I am that person who, when talks were recorded... I hated my own voice. I would speed it up so it didn't sound like me. You know? And it's even worse now. So I was at a church, my own own church, where we left 36 years ago. And I spoke there, and they video it, and they live stream it on YouTube. So I can actually see myself and cringe. You know? I can see myself and cringe. I really do. But, it's where I feel God has called me to be as part of the body. Now the body is not made up of one part, but many. If the foot should say, well, if your foot could speak, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, cause to be a part of the body. And if the, if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I don't belong, it would not, for that reason, cease to be a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body was an ear, where could the sense of smell be? In fact, God has arranged the parts in his body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. So, people, you're arranged. Do you feel arranged? I sometimes feel dearranged. But do you feel arranged? Do you feel part of what we're doing? One person does. Yay! <laughs> I won't name that person on tape. But do you feel a part of it? Do you feel a part of what's going? These are questions I'm asking because they're important questions. If you're visiting this morning, well done, thanks for being here. I pray you'll feel a part as we support you in whatever you do if you're local you know we can support you in what you're doing pray for you 
The eye cannot say, I'm a hand, I don't need you. The head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body, now I, I got confused here, so I'm not going into this next, this next bit of special bits and blah, 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 blah. Because um, I, don't, I don't feel that's really important. But the thing I want to express my heart to you this morning is, you are all, all so, so important to us as a church and to God. You're here to play a part. You're here to be an ear, a foot, a nose, an eye, an arm, a leg, something. Now, we had lovely tea and coffee this morning. Thank you very much. We had somebody set things up this morning. Thank you very much. We had PA this morning. Thank you very much. We had worship this morning. Trumpets, singing, drums, guitar. Thank you very much. We've had prayer, I'm sure, for this morning. Thank you very much. But my concern is, when it says, each one of us should bring a hymn, a psalm, a word, a contribution, that this morning, please don't get, read what I'm saying here as a criticism, it was silent. It was silent. We were singing, if there's anything I could do, throw out my hands, lift up my hands. That's what we should be doing. We've got a God who loves us, folks. Please, I'm not... It could come across as a criticism. It's an encouragement. Because I know... I know the gifting that is within this room. I know what is here. I know what we could be capable of. We are capable of so much more than what we're doing now. I'm sure some of you come this morning and you've got things on your heart and you're not sure. Oh, should I bring it? I was like that. I was late this morning. Should I bring it? Shouldn't I bring it? Do I bring it? Don't I bring it? I've brought it. <laughs> Not to criticise, but to encourage. To encourage. All within us, we sing, you know, we sing about the cross. Boy, should we be excited about God, what God done for us on the cross. Amen? Well, we're waking up. Good. All right. We should be thankful that we've made it through another week. Amen. Oh. Sorry. Our hearts should be full of praise and thanksgiving to a God that gave his son to die on a cross for you and for me. Our hearts should be overflowing with joy, with happiness, with gratitude. And I'm sorry, I don't understand the silence. I don't understand it. 
I really don't. I cannot have a quiet time at home and not sing. I cannot have a quiet time at home without my heart overflowing with love to the God who gave it all. Now, how do we change it? How can I encourage you to bring the smallest thing that you would feel confident in bringing? I'm fully aware, I I spoke to two people this morning, in encouragement, I hope, and yet I'm fully aware that just in that encouragement, I could have dampened down. I could even think this morning that as I stand here encouraging you, the only thing I'm doing is making you feel guilty. That is not my intention at all. What I'm saying is this. We have a building. We're in the process of getting a building. We've got in the process of getting a builder. Okay? For an end. For the end reason is to bring people to God. Okay? I'm fully aware of the folks who have been here for 30 some odd years. And I am the benefactor of your legacy, of your commitment. As we move in to a new building, I want us to ask ourselves one thing. We've got one young person here this morning, Chris. No. (laughs) And I wonder how our service this morning is impacting that person. How are we going to go away, each one of us, and say, well, Paul, thank you very much for leading us in those worship songs. They were great. They were great. The truth. But, you know, I believe God wants to build us up. I haven't, from speaking from here this morning, got all the answers all your problems. But you know, God is an encouraging God. In the past, we've had people bring words, do this. Is there something that we as a leadership are not doing right that you don't feel free to do that? I'm asking the questions because I want a freedom for you guys to be able to bring what is on your hearts. Because we're here for the building up of each other. We're here for the building up of each other. House groups is a lovely place to start. When you start encouraging each other. And I'm sure it happens. You know, my house group, it does. It does happen. We encourage each other. You know, we start talking about rubbish and we end up before the throne of God because we're talking about life things where we need to be encouraged, to be, we need to be exhorted. If I threw open the microphone now and I said, okay, the floor's open, people. Come and share something you're really grateful for, for God. Who would be willing to come? Come on then. This is how easy it is. 
So um, when you were talking and saying about being thankful um, that we reached the end of the week, yep. our school was next to the bomb yep. <laughs> that went up. We, we were just outside the cordon. Um, and um, I'd, I'd driven off. I got a note from the head teacher saying, I think they've blown the bomb up. <laughs> Um, and it just occurred to me that actually um, what they did was they put sand around it mm. um, and they uh, sent little robots off and they checked the area and they put a cordon round so that nobody got hurt. Mm. And do you know what? That's what God does for me. Amen. And that's what we want to do for each one of you. We want to put a cordon round you so you can bring stuff and if you get it wrong, it doesn't matter. But you're growing and you're maturing in what God wants. We may have one or two bombs go off. Wasn't it delightful to see those tin things fly up in the air? Huh? And we prayed for you, didn't we, at house group? Yes. That God would keep you safe. You know? Anybody else? Janet, I'm going to come to you, lovely Janet. This is lovely Janet, by the way. A pleasure. Nigel just preached on that verse from Corinthians this morning that I spoke about in September last year as I returned from my holiday. I'd had a fall and I ended up with quite a bad arm, which is getting better. But I did also share that my left-hand man was my stay through those first few weeks home and then through my operation. This week, and also summer last week, my left-hand man has not been at all well. And I've sought God and sought God this week. And yesterday morning, as I woke up and read my first verse on my phone, it said, You will keep in perfect mm. peace him whose mind is steadfast. Because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. Amen. Church family, please pray for Chris. Thanks, Janet. Father, we lift Chris to you now. Father, we just ask that you keep him safe. Father, may the appointments that he need come through quickly. And Father, restore him back to us, we pray. Amen. 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 Anybody else daring to say thank you for anything? Yeah, well, come on. See, it's quite easy, really. But we've got to build a culture of where it's free and easy to share stuff. I'm standing away from you because of my mic. It's all right. <laughs> um, I have uh, already shared with some people here at the moment, this weekend I've been dog and house sitting for uh, a friend. She's got three little Norfolk Terriers. And um, she said to me when I first went there, oh, do you mind if they sleep on the bed with you? <laughs> I said, absolutely, no. Yes, I do mind. No, they're not allowed to. Um, and so we've been having a bit, of a bit of a time of it. And last night, I'm sleeping in the conservatory so that they can sleep on her bed, um, on, a, on a sofa bed, which is fine. But last night, <coughs> a couple of nights last weekend, they weren't too bad, but last night was absolutely horrendous. And they sat outside the door of the conservatory all night and whined because they wanted to come in and climb onto the bed with me. 
The night before, they did manage to push the door open. Two got on the bed. The old one sat at the foot because she couldn't jump up on, and she just sat there and whined and woke me up, so I had to eject them. But really, what I'm wanting to say is that God sits at our door all the time. He wants to come in. He wants to get on the bed with you. He wants to sit close to you. He wants to be there for you through everything. So don't shut him out. I have to shut these dogs out, but don't shut God out because he's sitting at the door waiting to be let in. Another hand somewhere? Yeah, please. Um, I was going to share this a bit earlier, but I I wasn't sure it was the right time. But... um, in my personal life, uh, God has been showing me that there are some things I keep for best. <laughs> I only get them out if, you know, I want to have a special occasion or uh, I don't get them out because I don't want to break them. And uh, there's a particular set of pottery that my mother-in-law bought me a long time ago. I haven't used it because I'm worried <laughs> that when I use it in every day um, that it will get broken. And uh, God's been saying to me, don't be like that with your faith. Don't keep things um, hidden away. Don't keep your treasure hidden away. I've I've given you a treasure which is beyond anything that you can imagine. Look at it. Explore it. have Have a rootle around. Find something there and delight in it. Don't hide it away. And uh, I was just grateful that, you know, when Nigel was speaking, that we can come as we are. We don't have to put on our Sunday best. We don't have to put on airs and graces. We can come to God as we are, as family, and we can share uh, and be genuine with one another. So I hope that encourages someone. Anybody else? This this side's doing really good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Phone, sorry, I prefer to be at the back there. Um, something happened to me this week that um, I just was sitting there trying to think, no, no, I'll let everyone else go, but I felt God said I should share it. Um, I was walking my dog at the field at the back of our house, and the grass is quite high up, and it's a bit like a thicket out there. And my dog had run into the middle of this thicket and was um, stuck on something. So I had to get into the thicket. Um, and when I came out, um, carried on, I carried on walking through this thicket, got her out and carried on walking down through the thicket to our back gate. When I got to the gate, I realized that I'd lost my phone. And... I'm not really precious about things, but I've just taken on a a new job and the care planner for it is all on my phone. And I started to panic because I'm like, I don't know where I'm going, I don't know who I'm seeing, I I, I don't know anything, it's all on my phone and um, all the numbers that I need are on my phone. So I was really, really panicking and then I, I just felt, actually, I need to give this to God. So I prayed and just said, God, please guide my footsteps. Now, this field is very, very big, um, and it looks the same. It's just grass and thicket. And so I was like, how am I going to remember where I've been? 
And uh, so I prayed and just asked God to guide my footsteps. And I started walking through the thicket, trying to find pathways that I remember might, might stir me. I was doing this for about 20 minutes. My dog thought it was well of a time because I've got an extra long walk. Um, and there was no sign of this phone. And I'm like, God, please guide my footsteps. I really need this phone. And I felt God saying, you need to get onto the path. And I'm like, but I didn't go on the path. And I felt God saying, no, you need to find the path. So I started walking out of the thicket. And around the outside of the thicket is a little pathway. And literally, as I started walking out of the thicket, there was my phone on the pathway. And I just felt like, you know, somebody who's just become a Christian for the first time, that's how much, finding that phone. And then I thought, do you know, sometimes in my life where I get so bogged down by all other stuff that goes on that it's hard to see the most precious thing. And what so my phone was the most precious thing, but the most precious thing was my walk with God and actually trusting him for that phone. And um, it was amazing. When I found the phone, it, I, I learned so much more. I learned about my walk with God that I need to give more time to him and more um, asking him to guide my footsteps and also trust him. So, uh, yeah, so I'm just really thankful, A, for my phone, but also because what you talk See, God's interested. Oh, I don't know which one I'm using. God's interested in every single part of our life. He's interested in every single part of our life. He's an encourager. He's an admonisher. He died for us. He loves us. And church, I want to encourage you to dig deep, examine yourselves. Next time you come, what can I bring? I'm willing to have my worship interrupted by all of you. To bring stuff. We will learn when to bring it, when not to bring it. We will learn that. But we have to start somewhere. We have to start somewhere. You know, I'm sure God's spoken to all of you this week and you've all got things you can thank God for. I can thank God my new lathe turned up this week. Yeah. The instructions turned up. Now I'm one of those guys who loves to get on the lathe without reading the instructions. Yeah? And then wonder why he's got a black eye because something's blown off and hit him in the eye. You know, and we sometimes read scripture but we don't take the instruction. You know, I know there's many of you got things on your heart and you're thinking, they're too small. They're too small. Nothing is too small. I would much rather be filtering 20 contributions out on a Sunday morning than have awkward silences. Our God 
is a great big God. We sang it. I believe in Jesus. I believe he's here now. I believe he's raised from the dead. I believe he's got a job for each one of us to do. But you know, let's excite each other. I get excited when I come here on a Sunday morning. Believe it or not, I do. It's not for the coffee either. All right? It's meeting you lot. Because we're on a journey together. We are on a journey together. We're having a new building. There's going to be new folks amongst us. How are they going to feel when they come in and we say, we're worshipping a great big God, we're so thankful, let's worship. Nothing. We have to learn in this short period of time that we've got of how to encourage each other to share the good things that are on our heart, however small. Whoa! That was an official... It probably could, but... I didn't know whether to raise this publicly or or speak to you privately, Nigel. Okay. (laughs) You you asked us some questions. Now, I don't know whether they were rhetorical questions, but... Yeah. Uh, you made a couple of observations. You said that the Holy yeah. Spirit um, is in all of us, yeah. and it's not specially in somebody who's called an elder. Yeah, right. Um, and you asked, you asked us to tell the elders what they could do to encourage. Yeah. And can I say that this morning you've answered your own question? Right. Because one of the reasons people have shared this morning. Yeah. Did you ask them to speak to you? before they spoke, what they were going to say. No. You didn't, did you? No. And how many contributions have we had? Several. Yeah. So uh, what I would ask you to consider mm. is that you've, <laughs> you've sort of no, I'm, answered I'm your listening. own question no, no. that um, in recent times, this is how it always used to work yeah. in the past. Yeah. We took the risk of somebody saying something stupid. Yep. I mean, I might be saying something stupid. Um, but I want to re- I want but, to but more, recent, but I love you. more recently, you've asked the congregation yep. to speak to the person who's hosting that day, yep. which today is you, yep. to come and tap you on the shoulder yep. and say what they want to share. Yep. And then you, as the person leading that day, try to discern what the Spirit is saying and decide whether that contribution should be given or not. You haven't done that this morning and you've got a lot of contributions. What I'm saying is that we should take the risk, believe what we've said, Mm. trust God Mm. to allow people to share what's Mm. on their hearts, even if that might be something that goes against where we've been in, in, in the Fair worship common. or anything, yep. take that risk. And I think people, you see, there's a walk of shame, isn't there? You know, I <laughs> from come, there to there. I, I, I agree, yeah. I've I, walked it. <laughs> I whisper in your ear, Nigel, I want to share something. It's, yeah. about, it's about this. And then you don't think that's appropriate. So I have the walk of shame. <laughs> I have the walk of shame back to my seat because okay. what I thought was on my heart, someone else has said isn't. Uh, isn't appropriate for the time. Right. Now, I'm not saying we need a free-for-all. What I'm saying is, this morning, you've allowed people to share without mm. checking what they're going to say. 
trust God that God knows what he's doing. I agree totally. And I think people will be more ready to share. Okay. Right. If I can, if I can answer that, if, and I believe that ever since I've been hosting, if somebody comes to me, I've never, ever said no. I've just said, hold off, not now. And then allowed that person at the next convenient time to share, because I think there is a timing issue. Okay? I do think there's a timing issue. It's not anything to do with what you bring or what you don't bring. That's up to me as a host to then direct that how I feel appropriate in... And Stuart, can I say thank you very much for that, because I think it really is important. Really is important. But the only time we can, we can do that is if you come. Right, so when I'm hosting, I can only talk for me here, and this is on recording, so somebody will get to hear it later on. When you come to me, I hear what you're saying. I never ever think in my own mind that is not appropriate. I am thinking, where does this best fit in? That's what I'm thinking, all right? I'm not, I'm not discerning what you're bringing, because that's between you and God. Okay, all I'm trying to think is, I've done it with Christine, just hold on to that for a minute. We've done it with people who bring prophecies, just hold on to that for a minute. It's not that I want you to walk back in a uh, walk of shame, that's not what I want you to do. I want to encourage you to bring it and I am willing to take that risk for you to come and you to speak. As long as you give me the privilege, all right, as... <laughs> All right, just let me finish. Oh. Just, just no, no. Come, Johnny. I think it's brilliant. As long as you give me what I am responsible for, which is just holding on and directing what you bring. It's not that I'm judging anything that you bring. I'm just trying to find a sensitive place where that word will be received properly. Is that okay? Does that answer questions? Yeah. Yeah, right, there you go, Johnny. Please meet you. Okay. All good. So, <coughs> I haven't been to the dentist since 2014. Um, I was butchered heavily in 2014, and I went straight back to see another dentist because I was in pain. And they said, it's all good, it's just my five fillings that they did need all drilling out again. Um, to get to replace it, go a bit deeper, all the rest of it. So I said, yeah, but you're saying my teeth are all good, right? He's like, yes, it's just sensitive. So I was like, right, I'll live with it. And that was the last time I ever went to the dentist. Um, but what's been coming for absolute years is quite a lot of pain when I chew on this side, and I mean a long, long time. And so uh, I had to go back. And I thought I'm going to have to have teeth out and all sorts. I just need a little feeling. It's fine. So, a little win. Oui. And that was after a little prayer as well. So, there you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Do you see, there is no walk of shame. We've had pray for my husband. We've had a grown man with a little feeling. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, brother. Yeah. Only I don't have a little prayer. I have a big prayer. 
You know, I am, um, yeah, I was butchered too when I was younger, but there you go. But what I'm trying to say to you is, we are not ogres, okay? We are not ogres. I'd love you to bring stuff. I would love to have, what I say, loads of people, you know, there probably would be a time when I'm saying, this will have to be the last one. Do you mind holding on to it? But I think, Stuart, that is, that is great, and I'm glad you came. I'm glad you brought it up. So, God's got our back in all of this. Yeah? He wants us to glorify him. You know, silly little things. Like I, could, I could have stood in this one and said, praise God, Jess and James got away on holiday, and they're there fine. You know? That's thankfulness. You know? Thank God that the lead girls, if you, Jane, Cheryl, Elaine and Helen are on lead this weekend, they got there fine. Praise the Lord. We've got a back row that looks quite healthy. Praise the Lord. Yeah? Oh, they're awake. They're awake. We've got youth. We've got young people. We've got children. Praise the Lord. Yeah, we've got... Look at the person next door to you. No, John, that's Avril. All right. (laughs) Praise the Lord. We're here. We're on a journey together. Yeah? Norwich supporters, Ipswich supporters, together. That's got to be a miracle, isn't it? Yeah? Folks, we have a God who deserves the best from our hearts. Examine yourselves. Come with a contribution. Come with, if I get a chance, I'm going to share this. You know, it's not the walk of shame. It's the walk of experience. It's the walk of, once I've done this, the next time is easier. Please, I'm never, I am never judging you in what you bring. I am not judging you in what you bring. You know, I've been in services where I've been leading and, yes, you get some wacky contributions. You know, you just let them roll. You know, I'm never one for stopping anybody sharing what you've got. You see, in this model, there are bits I don't even know anything about. Yeah, there's cogs, there's a little motor... There's a power pack, there's a drive shaft. Ooh, I sound quite knowledgeable there. Um, there's wires, there's solder. But somebody had to think about it and put it together. In Corinthians, God has thought about it. He's made us a body to function together. You've all got something to bring. I could go deeper into the gifts. I'm not going there at the moment. I think we need to start off with just the basics. Come with a hymn, a song, a psalm, something. Come with a heart that wants to worship a God who gave it all. Are you up for that? Because it also says, when one person suffers, we all suffer. When one person, Janet, is going through something with your husband, we all miss Chris. And we'll pray for him. You know, if we're going through stuff, 
A lot of stuff is done in house groups, I know. But this is the place where we can get together, all house groups together, and we can share the joys and the tribulations of what God is taking us through. We're on a journey together, folks. We're all bricks. All bricks. Depending on where they are in the wall, I believe I'm right in saying this, will carry different weights. But they're all bricks. A brick under a window, I think I'm right in saying, doesn't hold as much weight as a brick at the bottom. But his job is just important for holding the window. So come on, folks. We've got a great big God. We've got 20 minutes. You know those 10 songs you said you might have to sing again? Yeah, let's go for it. But let's remember that we have, let the joy of the Lord come to the surface. Come to the surface. And let's worship a God that is worthy of our praise who's put us all on the level playing field and wants us to encourage each other. Don't look at it as a walk of shame. Look at it as an experience of praising your God. Because I'll tell you what, I'm glad I'm in this church with you lot because you're willing, you're willing to step out. Let's do it together. Let's be a people that when others come and join us, they know that we have the presence of God within us. And I'll tell you, we've got years of experience. When I talk to some of the guys here in what they've seen, eyes opened, people healed, we've got an experience of wealth in this. Come on, we need that again. We need the Holy Spirit to come. We need to step out. We need to be bold in the God that we serve. Are you up for that? I'm up for that. All right, if you're up for it, let's go for it from together. Because we have a great big God who loves us, who takes us through the pain and the fear of dentists, you know, the worry of the husband who's ill. He wants to walk with us. Let's encourage each other to do that right now. Amen.